everyone, my name is London Lyle, and welcome to Thrones, where we not only talk about the many rulers from Game of Thrones, but also the real historical figures that could mirror them. Today we're going to talk about War of the Five Kings, and which of those kings would have made the best rulers if they had survived the war. The Five Kings are as follows, Rob Stark, the King in the North, Joffrey Baratheon, ruler of the Seven Kingdoms, Stannis Baratheon, the rightful heir to the throne and Lord of Dragonstone, Renly Baratheon, the second in line to the throne and Lord of the Stormlands. We're going to start with Renly Baratheon, and he's definitely the most diplomatic of all of the kings we're going to start today. He was the master of laws bef before when his brother was king, and everybody just loved this man. He was so charismatic and smart, and... The person I'm actually going to compare him to is Genghis Khan, ironically, one of the biggest warlords and murderers that we've ever heard of. And that's because a lot of people don't know this about Genghis Khan, but he was just really smart and charismatic. And that's why so many people loved him. And he attracted warriors from around all of Mongolia to come and fight for him because they didn't care if they lost in battle. They just wanted to be following this man. And also, Genghis Khan was very strategic, and when he married his wife, he took a gift from his, their family, and he gave it to a rival tribe, and the leader of the tribe respected it so much that he allied himself with Genghis Khan and fought for him. And Renly did something similar, except he used his marriage by just marrying into a very powerful army, and he had the largest army. He was definitely the one to win. The entire war if no one stopped him which obviously they did and I'm gonna make some points about the prince because the prince always talks about whether to be loved or feared as a ruler and you know he was what his army and the amount of power he had was scary but Renly Baratheon as a person was not someone to be afraid of and I feel like that was his downfall because I don't think he ever expected anybody to try to assassinate him. I don't think he took the necessary precautions against someone when you're trying to claim yourself as king. And it was, it led to his death. And it's the reason he died is because he let his guard down because he thought everybody loved him. He thought he was just going to win the war in a few months. And it didn't end up like that. Next, we're going to talk about Rob Stark, the young wolf. And it's really a shame that we don't get to see more of him because obviously he's a fan favorite character, but he's also a great battlefield commander and he won every battle he ever fought in. And it was all the politics that ended up getting him killed and it would have been nice to see him in more of those situations being a ruler because we can't really say much of him about how he would be as a ruler because we never see him outside of the war and we never see him finish the war because obviously he dies. And this is one factor in that I'm going to compare him to Oda Nobunaga, who is a Japanese warlord who unified nearly half of Japan. He barely ever lost any battles, especially not the ones that he was fighting in. And he also didn't get, you don't get to see him much as a ruler because he was always fighting and he died before he could finish the unification of Japan. And another thing that makes them similar is Nobunaga was killed by his own men, and it was a general who was returning from the west and attacked the stronghold that he was stayed up at, and they burned it to the ground, and his body was never found, and Nobunaga died in the fire. 
And this is very similar to the way Rob died at the Twins during the Red Wedding. And it was his general who had set up a deal with the Lannisters to kill him. And Roose Bolton came back from his siege of Harrenhal and murdered Rob Stark and his family with the phrase. And it was the end of the majority of the War of the Five Kings. And it's the most you're ever going to see from it again. And it's just a real shame that we didn't see more of Rob because I feel like he would have been probably one of the best rulers, but we obviously can't say that because we don't know that much about him as a ruler. Next, I'm going to talk about probably the most hated character in all of Game of Thrones, and that is Joffrey Baratheon. And I can't, I, I want to say more, and it's so hard to pinpoint someone who exactly fits him because he's just so terrible and just senseless killing of people. This kid tortured puppies for fun as he was growing up. And the person I'm going to compare him the most to is Joseph Stalin, the dictator of the USSR. And this is the reason I'm saying this is because Joseph Stalin, during the Great Purges, he would starve all of his people and killed millions and millions of people. He killed end up more than Hitler. And it's just, it's ridiculous how this man got away with what he did for so long. And he also killed all of the officers that opposed him. And this is just like what Joffrey did with Robert's Bastards. And he ended up selling, sending all of his King's Guard to go and murder babies, children, teenagers, who had any claim to the Iron Throne that was over him, and this was after he learned the rumors about his his mother and his uncle. And also, during the War of the Five Kings, Joffrey starved all of his subjects because he wanted more food for him, and he didn't have the backing of the Tyrells, who had all of the food in most of the Seven Kingdoms. I'm also going to talk about the prince again with Joffrey because there are two sides of the prince. There's everybody loved or feared, and Joffrey was heavily feared because he was uncontrollable. And in the prince, it say, says that it is okay to be feared. It's healthy to be feared as a ruler. It's something that you need, but you have to be feared without being hated, and Joffrey was hated. Because he tortured who he wants, he beat little teenage girls when just to beat teenage girls. And he killed people whenever he wanted. He made fun of his family and he was uncontrollable. And that is why people people ended up killing him. The Tyrells ended up killing him because they wanted to be able to rule the kingdoms and they couldn't when Joffrey was on the throne. Next we're going to talk about Stannis the Manus Baratheon and this is a really hard character to wrap your head around because there are some points in the show where you really think you're supposed to be rooting for him but he's done so many dark things and straight up horrific things that you just can't back him anymore and he's a part of this fanatical religion where he thinks he is the savior that has come to save the world from the long night and he does horrific things to try to achieve this goal and I'm going to compare him to Muhammad from the great prophet of the Islamic religion and 
sadly, I'm using both the worst characteristics of these characters. But Muhammad, when he was sieging Medina, he gave the people of Medina an ultimatum. He said, I will let you live as long as you burn all your religious idols and you convert to my religion. And it was sad because, yes, most people did accept this ultimatum, but most people, but then some people didn't. And he murdered lots and lots of people. And Stannis did the same thing. He burned all of his subjects who wanted to continue to follow their religion and refused to convert. And he burned his own daughter at the stake as a sacrifice to this god. And it was just terrible and it ended up becoming the reason he got killed because his men just abandoned him at that point they watched their ruler murder his daughter and they weren't going to follow that anymore in conclusion after seeing all of these characters and hearing about all of these historical rulers we can find out who would have made the best ruler of the seven kingdoms and i believe that it would have been renly baratheon because i feel that Rob Stark, he doesn't have the diplomatic mind to survive. And I think that Joffrey, he was just, he was so hated and he was so tyrannical that he would have just, everybody would have hated him like they did. And it's not healthy. And then I feel that Stannis, he just, he was crazy. And he did monstrous things that no one wanted to follow. And, and Renly, he had the greatest diplomatic mind of any of these characters and he had the army of the Tyrells and all of the Stormlands at his back they would have followed him to the end he had the strongest army of all of these characters he had the strongest mind of all of these characters and that's why I believe that he would have been the greatest ruler of the seven kingdoms that they would have ever seen <laughs>